Hello and welcome. I don't know how to run the intro, so we're just no intro video this week because I'm running stuff. It's very exciting. How's it going, everybody? Um, this is, of course, Wink. This is episode 245 of the Shattered Order podcast, and I have my good friend, good old Maurice. What's going on, sir? What's going on, man? How's everybody doing? Not too shabby. Good, good night. Punk left us this week. Uh, he's in Disney World or something, checking out Star Wars crap. So, um, I, I really don't know how this podcast is going to go. There's no show notes. There's no anything. It's just going to be a free flowing conversation. Um, because, well, let's be honest. Uh, we could talk about whatever for hours and we don't even need a topic i don't think we can talk about how great the rebel fleet is with biston what do you think uh, that's right that for an then, hour and a half we get really desperate i can just pretend to be good night punk and pretend jared goff is going to save my favorite nfl team franchise <laughs> <laughs> nice nice and i i'm going to pretend to be wink and not be sad about anything that's going on with the Green Bay Packers organization. Oh, yeah, my bad. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. <laughs> Sorry. Gonna totally ignore all of it. <laughs> yeah. Sadness. <sighs> Should be a good one, man. Just rapid yeah. fire tonight. We'll just. <laughs> yeah, so. it up. Uh, maybe if you guys drop some cool questions in the chat, we'll take those. Uh, we'll basically just kind of ramble. Um,. But we do have one actual topic, and it's going to be this. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? All right, Gom, you're up first. What did you do in Swoga this week? I actually applied uh, the missing pieces to Ayla and Mace to take them to gear 13, and that will sit on them. Love it, and just wait to just wait to relic them until I see the other requirements. Um, that's really about it. Just kind of utilize double drops for the mod slicing stuff and Kyrotex and nice. you know, pretty boring stuff. Just kind of stocked up the the inventory, just seeing what's going to happen. Just hoarding it up. Very <laughs> I want nice. That uh, doesn't yeah. sound too bad. Um, so you're waiting until we see more requirements. What what are you are you worried about something? Are you worried about No. No, no. but I mean we talked on our show see. last week that I think Cam is a legitimate concern for a lot of people, right? I think the thought of him possibly being required has got some people spooked. Uh maybe we yep. oversold it a little bit and spooked people out a little bit on the show, but you know, <laughs> I think it's something I just I would just encourage everyone just to hoard stuff. If you don't have cam, hoard stuff and see because I would hate for you guys to amp up your GP with especially Mace with the capital ship, right? You amp up your GP yeah. with a relic three character, and then you're like, Oh, I'm not getting GL Kenobi for six and a half months. <laughs> but you know, then you make your grand arena much, much tougher, right. uh, really for no reason at all. So that that's totally but, fair. Um that that's really the only thing I'm worried about. I'll be honest, I do not see him being a requirement. I just don't I don't think they'll go that route. Um it just kind of seems a little unlikely to me. It just I think it would cut off too much of the player base. It, it would the the incentive would be for a small portion of the player base that probably already spends money rather than incentivizing more of the player base. 
and it does kind of seem like he's already going to be kind of an in-game character and that Relic 8 is required for Kenobi. Um, I I would just be surprised if they made it Cam and did not make a way for him to be farmable. Like, if they added him to a store, like maybe the guild store, guild event store, something like that, I could totally see that. But outside that, I just seems unlikely to me. Yeah, it may, maybe Lorelai the chat's got something going on. Like, maybe... Maybe he won't be required for the specific character, but he'll definitely be a key piece to the best Geo Kenobi team. I think that's that's oh yes. that's a good I, that's a I think there's I no doubt that. about that for sure. Yeah, because especially if he's a support character. We talked yeah. about that. Like if Kenobi ends up being a support unit, he's gonna get all those bonuses from Cam just hanging out, <laughs> doing nothing but just hanging out in the back. He's gonna be even nastier. So I'm looking forward to him. I've got all the characters seven star, and I've got most of them. Well, I don't know. I don't have like Eth Koth, Kit Fisto. Right. Uh, I'm a Gundy's 12, but the, the most of them are all purple gear. So it would take pretty significant investments <laughs> like yeah. gear wise, but no Kairos, you know, all the old Jedi, they don't take Kairos. That's a good point. A lot but, of Carbonis though, I suspect. Yeah. Carbonis I've actually got. Kairos I don't. And if I okay. want to do Bad Batch, I have to save all the Kairos. <laughs> all the Kairos need to go to them. Right. So makes sense. Um, what did you do, man? I. Not much. Farm stuff. Um, I started farming Dark Trooper since he is now available. That's really the only change in news or anything this week is Dark Trooper is now farmable. Um, I am working on the armor, so I took advantage of the double drops for Dark Trooper and the armor. I'm farming those. And then I am also farming the Emperor Shuttle and the B-28 now that I have a 7-star Marauder. Or, sorry, Relic 7 Marauder. I need to get that ship up because I actually use it. So I'm working on getting those finished. I only like three blueprints for the Emperor Shuttle, so that'll be finished soon. Um, I am almost to six star on Marauder. So I got a little bit of work to go there. And both of those I set on defense in Grand Arena. So it'll be nice to get them up, make my fleet defense just a little bit stronger. Um, Other than that... I farmed a lot of the Mark 12 uh, Fusion Furnaces, which are the basically the health mm-hmm. pack for the Gear 12 Plus piece. Uh, I've been farming the crap out of those since they're required for so many Gear 12 Plus pieces and uh, Gear 12 finishers. Um, and then I, you know, like farmed some Kairos and uh, some mod slicing material. I'm trying to stock up on mod slicing material. Um, I've almost got 300 of all of them, which is pretty exciting. So I can be prepared for this Kenobi adventure. I already had a relic three Ayla. I've been using her for a while for lots of various things. I just liked her. Um, but you know, I got, uh, I was three out of the five, uh, requirements for Kenobi whenever they announced it. And then I took Mace last week to relic three. So he's ready. Um, I just got to get Bo-Katan up. She is gear 11, just waiting for the shards, basically. Yeah, I've, I've actually got her Relic 4. I, I've, I've been digging her. She's been a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, nice. She's not the world beater, right? But she's right. excellent at 60 bantering B teams in Grand Arena, which is very valuable to me. You know, <laughs> that's, Man, that's that a valuable a thing to me. That is a great segue to the main topic of the night. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Grand Arena stuff. <laughs> like, wh- we have no idea where this conversation is going to go. What yeah. type of B teams do you use her against? Like, what team comp do you use Bo-Katan in? Who do you use with her? What do you use her against? 
Well, well fives we're gonna have to see, right? I've, I've been using it. Uh, very good against Night Sisters. Very good against Separatists. Okay. Used it yesterday against like a JTR, a Resistance Hero Brothers team. It won, but uh, I made some mistakes and, and I did lose Bocaton. But I can, you know, you got to practice with it. That's the that's the thing. I haven't had much that's of an opportunity sure. to play it in fives. I know in threes, um, Bocaton, Ordo, and Armor was my go-to for Fin Fin Po. As long as my armor was faster than Resistance Hero Fin. Every time, automatic. Huh. That's my new counter for that team. So no more haunted chewy. Like yeah, no, it's 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 automatic. You can almost kill Finn right out of the gate. <laughs> you know, you no almost kidding. kill Finn, and usually Ordo. Now, granted, I think Ordo is indeed broken, right? So you do have to keep, you have to keep that in mind. But Ordo gets so much turn meter, he usually gets the second turn and can just finish him off. So it's uh, right. They're very good for threes, fives. Get a little more testing to do, but it's um, was it Bocaton, Sabine, uh, Beskar, Mando, Ordo, and Armor. Okay, just, so uh, you use Beskar Mando in that squad. Yeah, just nice. pop, just have Beskar one speed faster than Sabine. Pop those birds. Sabine will give him offense up with that touch up, and just let the twenty whistling birds fly with offense up. You just waste the team. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh! You got me thinking. I kind of like that. So, um, I I like Sabine with. Uh, let me go look at that because. So one squad that I, I set it on defense and I absolutely love it. It's been a machine. So in our territory where I put it uh, out on our Twitter, twitter.com slash order if you're interested. Um, the BAM squad that I generally use and I set it on defense in T-Dub and Grand Arena. So if you're facing me in Grand Arena, you will see it on defense, I promise. And that is Beskar Mando lead with Quill, Caradoon, Nest, and IG-11. And I've got that team set up to where I talked about a few weeks ago on the podcast, but Quill is the fastest. He's like 317. He's pretty fast, but he gives turn meter automatically on his first turn. So it, the turn order then goes Mando. Uh, let me check. I can't remember if my Cara Dune or Nest is second, but it's Cara Dune and Nest basically then in that two spot or sorry, three spot. Um, I have it Cara Dune, then Nest. So uh, Cara Dune, then Nest, then IG-11. And that's usually enough to get him to 20 of the Whistling Birds. He doesn't have offense up. So I like that wrench that you're throwing in there. Um, because with with this team, like there's a bunch of turn meter gain. And, you know, you get these AoEs. You remove so much turn meter from the other team between Nest's AoE and Cara Dune's AoE that... Mando should be going pretty quick, and then he can target whoever he wants, and uh, mine's Relic 6 with a lot of offense. I mean, he can absolutely nuke some people. Do you have Sabine? Uh, she's at gear 11, so... Yeah. Eh. Kind of surprised me, man. And, like, you, you got the double turn meter removal, but with Sabine's AoE, she's got the stagger on it. So if if, if, if Sabine goes, like, let's say... You know, yours goes, um, you know, Bam, Nest, Kara. You just replace Nest with um, Sabine. Sabine, and you're going to get an AoE Kara next turn anyway. And that would also you give you either Nest or Kara to use on another team because that mm-hmm. stagger automatically knocks them back down to zero. So, and just, yeah, that, that touch up to Sabine, it, it used to be just offense up for Phoenix, but now it's offense up for Phoenix or any Mandalorian. And so you got 20, 20 whistling birds, you've got the true damage. Yours is Relic 6, which is even better than mine. And then, you know, that you get offense up. So it's 25% even oh, stronger. Damn, God. Yeah, <laughs> Glad I have you on. It's, this it's, is great. 
That yeah, sounds she, like uh, like so just, much fun. Uh, over uh, the other day, I was fighting a uh, Finley, just like a kind of a leftover resistance team with it. Nothing impressive, but I was like, all right, let's see if I can kill BB-8 and Ben Hahn with this. And I fired off the 20 Wrestlebirds offense up and just instantly killed all four characters uh, <laughs> on, the, on the opposing team. It was pretty fun. I had, Hell yeah. Had a tantrum. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. She's uh, but that's about all she's good for, right? Like she's, she's not bad with Bam because especially under Bokaton, because if she assists, and it's just like one, two, three, four. There's four birds, you know. So it's right. You should stack the whistling birds pretty quick with the assisting. Um, the like armor that, that shreds band. a little bit less useful because Bam yeah. can ignore that on the whistling birds. Uh, mm-hmm. And the rest of the team, or at least the team I'm talking about, nobody else on that team does damage besides Beskar Mando. Maybe Nest to yeah. some degree, but yeah, just uh, that's a fun little faction. I, I think we might still be missing a character or two, right? Maybe we might. With it being Kenobi, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they perhaps drop in some sort of other Mandalorian character, you know. So maybe like dual purpose panic right. farm for Kenobi and give us another little uh, little tidbit to use in the Mando team. But like I'd like it. to not use Beskar there. But really, it's just he he does a lot of the damage. Ordo's great under Bokatan, but not uh, you know, he's not going to hmm. waste the whole team by himself. Countering, yeah. I will say, when you get Bokatan, if you're going for Kenobi. Put the uh, three stacks of uh, Beskar Ignits from um, Armor on him and then taunt with the Bo-Katan ability. So you've got a taunting, countering Ordo, uh, which is pretty pretty disgusting. That sounds annoying. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Vader would like to be on that squad. Yes, that's (laughs) That's actually a pretty cool idea, yeah. I don't use him much. I don't ever find myself using him much. Vader? My, My Vader... Yeah, my ray counter sucks. My Vader Raider counters. Interesting. My Vader ray counters are never very good. I, I love Vader. He's awesome. He's a great, great undersize on in GAC. I mean, I, I use him for. He's kind of the catch-all character. Like once you get him to a certain point, he's the character that can. I mean, he can counter just about everything to some degree if you have the right things around him. Um. So, like, I usually build my defense in Grand Arena from the point of, okay, how can I counter every single Galactic Legend if I were to encounter them? And naturally, Vader ends up on offense, Watt ends up on offense, um, along with a lot of these kind of other mixed characters, um, just for that reason. But, I mean, like... uh, Vader, Thrawn, and Emperor Palpatine, those three can undersize so many squads just because yeah. it's insane turn meter. You get the stuns, you get the fracture, you get the protection recovery to help get more banners. Um, it, that's a really fantastic squad, too. Yeah, just, and that's, that's the only, honestly, that's what I use before mostly. It's like, oh, I still got Vader. Like, I get to the back and just like use right. them on some bugs. <laughs> like, it's, I never, I don't ever kill anything. Like meta with him, I just I need to step my Vader game up. It's it's been weak for way too long. Uh, I would agree. Uh, what yeah. what level is your Vader? He's relic seven. I got all. The, I mean, he's, he's pimped out. Seven. Okay, all right. Yeah, so he's... he's pretty decked out. I got him modded really well. It's just I don't know. Just like I have brain farts sometimes. Do the wrong move. Just you know, miss yeah. a, miss a move. Especially when I'm using Thrawn lead, it can be kind of tricky sometimes when you want to use that ability, the lead ability or not. You know, you got to time oh, everything yeah, perfectly. That, that's a good point. I, the Thrawn lead thing, I don't really ever do it, but every time I do it, I'm like, 
I should do this more because the extra turn meter gain, especially gives the Thrawn, gives him more opportunities to help recover protection. It can help reduce cooldowns of everybody on the squad. Um, you know, that's kind of uh, that's a pretty good idea, actually. Well, I, I, it's useful, I guess, if you're facing like a Ray, because then, like, if it's Vader's turn and he and like everyone has inspired on the other side, right? Like, so if you basically they're just going to counter. And like, what is your basic going to do against a character with life? Nothing, like no damage. Right. So it just kind of gives you a pass, it gets you like one step closer, I guess, to that to the second wave of destruction. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I, t- I typically use a GL versus Ray. I'm pretty wussy like that. <laughs> but oh yeah, um, uh, Mythos mentions in the chat that you're going to need Vader in the new GAC. What do you think about the GAC changes where they're adding all the squads? I'm pretty excited I'm su- about it. I'm super excited. It's the most excited I've been about okay, this good. game in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm really pumped about like, it. Like, like what? This- what is your GP? You're probably over eight. Seven point eight. Okay, I'm right. I'll be at the very, very bottom of Division One. Okay, all right. And there's nothing I can do about it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm at. I can do. Well, you could remove some mods, maybe. Mm-mm. I tried. <laughs> Not good too much. Yeah. yeah, I tried. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, I am at seven point two. So unfortunately, we won't see each other in uh, Grand Arena. But um, so. I don't remember where I was going. 7.2 GP. It's 10 um, teams, man. 10 and, oh, that's uh, right. Teams. So, yeah, 10 teams of 14, I think you have to place for threes. So I already rebuilt my like squad management deal. Just kind of looking at the teams I'm thinking about saying on defense. So these are all the teams that I am currently planning to set on defense whenever we get to that point. Um. RJT with droids and vet Han, which I always set on defense. That team catches a lot of people off guard. Um, I love that squad. Um, my night sisters, Padme, CLS, uh, General Grievous, Kylo Ren unmasked, my Mando squad, Darth Revan, um, Ewoks, and an Admiral Akbar rebel squad. Um, like at 7.2 million GP, I've gotten to the point where like my second, third tier rebel squads, like my Admiral Akbar, which I relict for fleet primarily, but I've got a lot of rebels that can fit under there. I've got Ewoks. I've got um, all these squads and I never get to use them. Most here recently in GAC. So, so far I'm undefeated this, this round. I'm knocking on wood very hard, uh, but I haven't I haven't even used my Padme squad. Like I keep my Padme squad for offense because it can beat so many things, and I have yet to use it. So I'm really excited to get back to a point where I'm kind of forced into using a lot more of those squads where I have to use like Ewoks. Like it's great. Like we have all these characters, we want to use them. So I, I really do love uh love this change. And I think they balanced it pretty well. Um what do you think? Yeah, I wanted ten teams. I got eleven. You know, I guess <laughs> that's awesome. But I mean, there, there's there's characters like you mentioned the Ewoks. Like me, um, I, I've invested a lot of resources over the years in like scoundrels. Like you know, I have like a relic for um, Vandor Chewbacca. I've got a Gear Thirteen Kira. Like I've all these. I have right. Gear Thirteen Young Han. I used to love Young Han back in the day. Yeah, 
uh, to kind of stack up damage back in the gear 12 crude days like that i could kill crew yeah. with young han these are characters i get to use again and i'm pretty excited about sure. it like uh they're not gonna be good teams but you know if i have to place 11 teams you know all of a sudden you know kira and vandor chewy kind of look you know a little stronger in the back you know kind of like yeah, i do. think some of the timeout teams are going to kind of come back in. I think that everyone's totally kind of agree. steered for like Barris would be important. Uh, yeah. The Night Sisters, I find myself using less and less, but they're going to be really clutch. They're going to be uh, huge now. because yeah. they need a very specific counter. Night Sisters is one of those squads that you, you don't want to necessarily be forced to use an overpower squad on them, but if you have to, you will. And that's kind of where we're at. Like once you get to a certain point at the top end of some of these GP levels is, Night Sisters are pretty easy beat. You see them on defense, you're like, yay, because I have a thousand teams that can counter them. But when you start spreading your teams out and you add this many teams, I think Night Sisters is one of those squads that's really going to come back and there are going to be a lot of a lot more people uh, failing versus them. Well, I think it's, um, like, I'll stick mine. Might have been kind of picked over for many, many months, right? Like, But that's fine. I'll just stick them in the front. And maybe somebody will overuse something. Like, if they if they go ahead... Like let's say they use their troopers in the front zone against my uh, my sisters. I'll take that. I'll put everything else in the back, like bounty hunters and all the teams that you traditionally. You know what I mean? Like just kind of soak up teams with them. Just just try to. I don't care if they get one shot. I just I just like to put stuff in the fronts that you know they don't know what's in the back. So like they don't want to underplay it. If they underplay it, lose. That's great. But if they overplay it and waste something in the back, that's that's even better for me. So, uh, do you ever set Galactic Legends on defense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do? Usually two. I, I don't set all four. I've, I've you, set three. You have all four, though. A couple times. Relic 7, yeah, I assume, yes. at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I usually set two. I've been setting Ray and Kylo. Okay. Um, kind of working on getting C ready for defense. My Ness just, she takes such specific mods for that team. I, I'm having a hard time getting her ready. But, uh Yeah. I don't. I don't place JML on on defense too often, just because I could beat Kylo and Ray with him. Uh, I failed <laughs> against GG with him yesterday, which was super embarrassing. But that's <laughs> like it's uh, oh, you know, he's brutal. kind of my catch all. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. He's. Uh, I used to not think he was that great for like undersizing squads, but the more I've started to use him, he is great for undersizing. Like yeah. he is, he's fantastic. Um. Because that's always my big thing. Like, it, if you can find three characters that work well together to take out a really good squad, or if you can use undersized squads often, you you add so so much squad depth to your roster. The returns there are fantastic. And that's why, of course, I have an absolute crap ton of undersized wins. My most recent Grand Arena opponent is the first opponent i have ever had in grand arena that has more undersized wins than i do he had me beat by six <laughs> how many do you have how many do you have mine are very good I don't, I don't undersize too often but just curious how far behind i am all right open it. okay so my phone in here to look <laughs> uh championship undersized squad battles one i am at 860 that's yeah, gonna be way more than me. We'll see. What, give me a minute to. I guess I got to open blue stacks. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Eight <laughs> sixty is pretty nasty. I don't, I don't do it too often. Like if I undersize the team, it's typically like, 
like C and Watt verse or like Kylo Solo and Grievous. Like they're like extreme right. undersized. Like I, I don't sit there and I did use Cam under JKL and uh, Shock T for last fives. I, that's a good three undersized team, but I just try to go for the win. Like it just like you talked about the relic storing up all your your mats for the slicing. Like those fifty and fifty for the sixty mats. If you win the bracket, is super important to me. Yeah, um, I really rely on those slicing materials because they're a pain to farm. Oh yeah, like, you know it. if you want yeah. fifty of them, that's six refreshes. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's that's it's a lot no, of crystals. So good point. Mm. I totally agree. Um, hey, all right, we got a good question in chat. Loreline asks, "See and what or?" Use Watt and throw in some junk Sith. Um, basically, anything I use Sith Eternal Emperor against, I just use Sith Eternal Emperor and Watt. Whether it's, um, I, I mean, those two can beat, uh, they can beat Ray, they can beat, uh, uh, Ray's the biggest one that I use them against. Um, even in 5v5, uh, I just went against the Ray squad and I literally just used those two and I got pretty sure it was 60 banners. That'd be right. Yeah. Yeah. 60. Yeah, if yeah, you 60. lose what, you get all your protection back at 60. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. which which you, you can most certainly do with what. Um, it's pretty easy to do. Um, so I do. I love Watt with Sith Eternal Emperor. And if you're going up against a lesser squad, you don't even need Watt because he does have some protection recovery with his second special, you know, before he goes into his ultimate. Once he goes into his ultimate, it's basically one turn and match anyway. Uh, you're probably not going to fit full protection, but against weaker squads, I mean, you'll definitely be able to uh, go ahead and knock them out. Uh, Sith Eternal Emperor is insanely good for undersizing. Him and Kylo just... They can undersize so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Well, she said so many people in my shard uh, gave crap on C. I, I, I would argue that he's he's probably the weakest defensively, but offensively, Agreed. he might be the strongest out of all four. Like he I is 100% just, agree with you. I, I think Kylo like, is slightly better offensively just because I feel like there's probably more stuff he can beat. But, I mean, Sith Eternal Emperor is insane. <laughs> He yeah, is. but Kylo's so good on defense if you've got a good first order team. He's so tough. That, and just see. Okay. While I agree with garbage. you. garbage. <laughs> it's like, so, it's not good. My troopers can beat C. That's not good. You know, and, like. And this, it, this is what I personally do. I always keep Supreme Lair Kylo Ren for offense. And I agree he's good on defense with a good first order. However, also, if you have a good first order, you can just set Kylo Ren unmasked with four other really good First Order squads, and you have to be very strategic against that squad. Still, even kind of at the end game, even though there are a lot of squads that can beat it, I always set it in the back, so you have to beat my first two squads to get to it. I try to make you use something that you might use against it, and you would be surprised at the number of times that people screw up against that squad or don't get great banners just because crew can be insanely difficult to kill if you don't go in with the right strategy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it's uh, one of my early splurges, right? I think I have six R8s, and one of them is uh, Sith Trooper, the Red Trooper. Yeah, Lobster, he's awesome. 
Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I go to my Greta Reader report, and I'll use the crew lead, like you just said, <laughs> but I'll use the full team, and I'll just I, I'll I see too. like yep. just JTR lost, JTR lost, yeah. JTR lost. It's like this isn't 2018 anymore. You can't beat the new age first order. No, with the you, tr- you, you know, put Lobster like, and Hux with with crew. It doesn't matter who else you have on that squad. Yeah. Uh, you better be very strategic, or you will end up in a very bad spot. <laughs> If like if I know my opponent's gonna play C, uh, then I will place like the crew team, like the decked out team, and I'll just keep my SOKR and put junk like the leftover first order with him and just take right. down C. So that's yeah, I love crew. I love crew on defense. I I'd like him a lot. Um yeah. it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to split these characters up. It'll be interesting to see because I'm gonna have to place 14 teams, you know, in the three yeah. or 15. I'm gonna have to place 15 teams. So like Phasma, I do have a Zeta Phasma. That's more attractive on offense now, so maybe I need to keep you know lobster with him, with her. You know, there's so many decisions to make in terms of like. Just See, the problem with lobster comps. is he's so good in so many teams, and he's that character that if you don't account for, he will kill somebody. I mean, he's just oh yeah, that AOE is nasty, and the fact that you have one relic eight, I am super jealous. Mine's only relic six, but I've got really oh, good mods good. on him. Oof. He's good. You might want to save. Uh, I know you said you were starting on Dark Trooper. You might want to save an R eight for him. I don't have him yet, but just the the out the damage output R eight Dark Trooper does is disgusting. I think that might be my next R eight. Unsure. It's, uh, it's some of these obscure kind of generic characters are kind of really slowly becoming the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, they're very niche, oh, but they so are awesome. insanely good. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're they're ones you absolutely want it want on your roster no matter what. And they're versatile. Um you can well, put them so, with well, Sith, so uh, many different squads. Lobster, especially because he's Sith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's Sith and I think he's one of the very best characters like in the game. Just attacking units, just pure damage I output. I think agree he, with you. Yes. Yep. Boring, lame, but he will just waste your face. <laughs> just oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just the, like you have to go for him first, <laughs> you yeah. know. And like you see a lot of the big, big guilds in TW, like they'll have a crit avoided throw on him and just hundred thousand K plus health that way. Because you know the, the standard Kylo counter is your like JKR JKL Jedi team, and if JKL can't kill uh, Sith Trooper on that, you know, assist kill, uh, the assist attack, you're uh-huh. done. Like you lose. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know, because yep. it's like it's such a it's such a specific turn order. It's like do this, do this, do this, do this, and then finally, when you have the opportunity to call JKL from JKR to kill Sith Trooper on the assist, if you don't kill him, you know that's it. You only get one shot at that. Yeah. <laughs> so then Kylo just goes berserk. So it's uh, I think that's why my team's been doing. It's been holding. My my Kylo hasn't lost yet, or he has, but not he hasn't been one shot yet. So I, I need to go and look what they've been using to see. But that's pretty you know. good. I like it. Yeah. So. You mentioned you have six relic eights. I think you, I think I have four. Who are your six? Uh, the first two were boring. Uh, Kenobi or uh, GK and Anakin. Very boring. G- and I assume you mean ships General Anakin. No, uh, Jedi Knight Anakin Ooh, for the okay. ship. Interesting. And I will say the fleet's awesome, but yeah. him is like a a character at R eight is. Pretty underwhelming. Not 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 nothing special. I haven't seen anything fantastic out of him. And then, uh, do you think his ship is JML. worth taking him to relegate? Uh, I guess it depends on your fleet shard. Okay, 
you know, I think eventually it'll be like a keep up with the Joneses sort of scenario. But if, if your fleet charts like going bananas on the ships, you don't need them. I just, okay. uh, if you have an R, what's your Ahsoka at? Uh, Relic 5, I believe. Yeah, if you got a Relic 5 plus Ahsoka, I don't think it's a mandatory to to do him. Um, he's good. It's great. I definitely see a difference, but if you're facing other... I, I would do GK for sure. I would definitely do GK. That's I, uh, I 100% you, agree. Yeah. And now we have to. <laughs> so there you go. Right. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. So uh, those was, two... JML. Okay. JML was my third because I had to do a GL. <laughs> right. It's silly not to do one. And then I did... Uh, Fair enough. I do JKL. I went from having... Not very many good Jedi to all Jedi R8. My first four eights were Jedi. <laughs> and then I did Sith Trooper and I just did C. Over on the channel, we okay. I, I kinda, you know, if I if I have a problem making a decision, I let's we just take a poll and do it. And C beat Kylo last time. So Nice. So I've got C and JML. Okay. Nice. Um, what about you, man? Good options. Uh, so my first one was Supreme Leader Kylo Ren uh, for raids and just I undersized so much with him. He needed the extra health protection and then, of course, extra damage didn't ha- didn't hurt. Um, I, ca- I can't remember the order between these next two, but I did General Anakin Skywalker and I did Darth Vader. Um, I did them pretty close to each other. I was down between... General Skywalker and Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, and I went with General Anakin Skywalker just because he had lower total offense, therefore he gained a much larger percentage boost in damage output by going to Relic 8 than Jedi Knight Luke did. Um, And he's also just more squishy, like Jedi Knight Luke, I don't ever have issues with him dying really, he has that stacking protection all that he becomes pretty survival general anakin doesn't have that so i wanted to get him just a little bit tankier uh relicate vader um the ship's okay but it was mainly for the raid uh phase one of the challenge rancor raid and um just countering stuff because he absolutely smashes so much crap he's a ton of fun um and then uh, my last one, which I did about two weeks ago, just before the announcement, was of course Joe Kenobi. So I am pretty happy. Yeah, with this four. is something. Well, I, you know, I've, I've been encouraging people over on the the Twitch stream to save our eights, you know, because it, it was only a matter of time before they started requiring it. I, yes, I thought it was going to be Beskar, right? Like I thought it was going to be Beskar Mando for something. Like I thought he was going to be the one, but it turns out it's Kenobi. So yeah, I think Kenobi. Everybody's going to want to have an R8 Kenobi at some point. You might not be quite there yet. You might be no way doubt. lower and don't even have a negotiator. But that's, you know, that's that's a for being the very first R8 requirement in the game. I thought that was pretty generous. That's a good, um, good path, I guess. Very safe path to send any player down. So that's that was nice. Unlike yeah. some of these other emperor, like unlike some of these other ones where you need like R7, you know, Sidious or like. The ridiculous, like R five rows, R seven scav ray. You don't need these characters; they don't right, help you'll you. Never use them, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It's, it's some of the the panic. You know, you know, you remember when you got gas? Kind of the impulse panic gear options you did just to get it done, just to make it a little easier. Just like yeah. throwing relics on characters, Zayn and Druka, yep. just like uh, just whatever you can path. do. 
Yeah. I, I'd like to do gas soon, but just currently my gas is um like very protection defense oriented. And, and the relic doesn't really give him too much, any protection, but not very much in that department. Right. Because uh, I'm trying to make him, because I put him on defense. So I try to make him as gotcha. immune okay. to steal as possible. Totally uh, fair. Once you get Cam, yeah, once you get Cam, it, it, it really opens up, like, it allows you to comfortably put the 501st together. Because before it got right. Cam, gas was such a huge part to this counter, this counter, this Jedi counter, use him here for this. You know, don't use, but then you have to use fives, maybe make a guarded fives with gas, you know, just all sorts of ridiculous things. But now I can comfortably place uh, all five of them. It's, it's been pretty well. Okay. C bait, which is great. If somebody, if somebody wants to my seal or my gas team to see, that's a win for me. That's fine. You don't yeah. have it for the back zone. So, yep. That's, that's totally a good point. And I, so we use our Joannikins completely oppositely. Um, my clones, I almost don't even use very often just because I do use Joe Anakin often on offense because, one, he's great at undersizing. If you have a team where there's, like, annoying revives or counters or something like that, use Joe Anakin Skywalker, use a fast Rex or something like that. Like, Night Sisters, they can do some serious work against Night Sisters. Um, or Geos, like, he's just a great character for teams like that if you want to undersize. And that's primarily what I use him for offensively is things like that. So, Yeah. Oh, I, I use him for many, many moons. Same sort of way. It's just, I just needed to, needed, needed to spice up my defense a little bit. I, I used to place, like, all my GLs, just do, like, a real FU sort of defense. And then it just... <laughs> I couldn't be, you know, there was a couple, like I do it and they couldn't beat me, but then I couldn't get through their front zone. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah. that's, we got to switch this up. We got to put, maybe keep an extra GL or two and put just better teams down. Um, right. And that's, so I'm doing my quill now. My quill and 11 actually go under Bosk and Django and Boba because I'm using Beskar and um, that Mando team. So that team doing pretty well. I'm pretty pumped to see my opponent. Fortunately and unfortunately, didn't fight it the first round. Unfortunately, because my opponents won't see it in the reports, but unfortunate because I didn't get to see how well it would do. Yeah. Um, same sort of, very similar to the way you run your best car team. Just Quill goes first, speeds everybody up. Yeah. Uh, but he does give, he doesn't really benefit the bounty hunters too much, but he will give Boba and Django that mechanic savvy that gives them extra crit damage and crit chance. Yeah. And, um, That's a good buff. That's a really good buff. I, yeah. I like it. Very underrated buff. Everyone, everyone just sees the turn meter. They don't really pay much attention to that buff. That's right. very dangerous <laughs> on certain so, characters totally if you don't kill yeah. them or get rid of it. Well, especially uh, on a character like say Boba Fett, who does can do this insanely uh, ridiculous stacking damage based on buffs and debuffs that he dispels. You know, whenever he wipes those, out, I mean, he he can nuke some people. Um, so yeah, very cool. Why is it? Chippy McChipperson says, "Why is everyone so bananas over Razor Crest? No capital ship. Is it even going to I be like good?" I like this question. What do you think? Uh, it'll be good on your bench if you need it. <laughs> you know, like are you hating on the think, crest? I'm not hating on it. I just, I just don't think it's not going to be meta defining or breaking or really even it, altering. Okay, I think it will be. Okay, here's my argument. There are a shipload of changes coming to the game. 
Well, that's okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I I I think they've got something that's coming. I think they this is a pretty unique kit for a ship. It just doesn't currently I totally agree. It doesn't really fit in anywhere. If it does, it's probably with like a Thrawn Empire squad with some bounty hunters or something like that. Like it's just it kind of goes into just a little mashed up squad that you just kind of build with whatever pieces you have that are good. But I think there is something coming that is, um, I'm not sure what it could be. I don't know if it's a capital ship. I don't know if it's ship mods, if it's something, I think there is something coming to actually make ships kind of interesting, perhaps. And if so, I think Crest, the Razor Crest has an interesting enough kit that if, something like that were to be added to the game, it could be meta-defining it in almost a way like the Houndstooth was. Um, because, like, Houndstooth was hell for a long time. Um, so, I, I don't it, know. It's another Houndstooth blocker for sure. It's got that, it, anything with buff immunity is good. <laughs> so, like, anything right. buff immunity is good. I, it, well, yes. I mean, I, I was like, meh. On the raise. I'm just thinking of, like, the current meta. I don't think it adds anything to an existing fleet um but yeah if we, if we get like any sort of and somebody uh, i think it was drew said when we get geo hondo and a capital ship for him razor will be good we, we need something some sort of capital ship that uh kind of thrives on the breach mechanic right if we if we get something right. that's you know if, if some even if it's just like a passive like you know all breach all shit if breach is out on the board or however many instances of breach you know give this buff give that buff give this kind of passive buffs um that could be really good. Uh, the, the the fleet they've got some cool ships. Like Cad Bane's ship is pretty good. I mean, Houndstooth is obviously awesome. Yeah. Um, the droid yep. ship is meh. It's kind of meh. <laughs> it's it's good under Grievous, but it's I don't know how well right. doing that team. But it's uh, I don't know if something's coming. Then yeah, then yeah, it's got a lot of potential to be so, a really good ship. I mean, they don't explicitly come out and say that there are changes coming with something. Unless it's pretty close. So, I mean, the yeah. fact that they put that comment in that last road ahead post just, I mean, I suspect something's coming pretty soon. I mean, maybe in the next month, next month, maybe. Um, I just, I just, we don't have enough ships for another capital ship, you know, like just there would be just, I mean, I have a hard time outfitting the existing capitals. Like if I do really poorly at Grand Arena, I have to use everything. Like, my final fleet is, like, mace and two ships. <laughs> you know, like, I don't have anything left All right, so um, to use. Kind of back to the theme of the episode, which is Grand Arena. What do you use, what do you do with your fleets? Because I assume you you have all four Galactic Legends. So you've got a lot of pretty good fleets. I mean, First Order Resistance, you obviously have Malevolence, Negotiator. Uh, I know you like Rebels. So what do you do? I put... Uh, both the big daddies on defense every time Ooh, <laughs> and just okay. cross my fingers. <laughs> just go really uh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the um, beginning of the, sh- of the show, you're joking about Biston, but like if you get, it's ridiculous. It's it's, it's just absurd investment, but if you can get that Biston G wing to R12 cumulative, like I have Biston R7, Scarabon Pathfinder R5. It gets out in front of, so many ships. Uh, it even gets out in front of a relic R seven uh, Ahsoka Starfighter, right? Yes. So that's that's clutch. Um, that's that's exactly why I have. If it goes first, right you there. can be any 
any yeah. fleet in the game. I mean, negotiate mm. or malevolence, it doesn't matter. The rebels can absolutely beat it. Um, and Bison's Ewing is key. It's my crutch. Yeah, that's why I place both because I have I have a relic Akbar as well. Like I heard you mention that earlier. It's just uh they're really strong. They can beat anything. Yeah. Uh now it's dicey against the Empire fleets. If I don't get like, you know, you pop the stealth of Biston. If you don't get an assist, you could be in trouble. <laughs> but uh for the most part, yeah, right. I could be the, negotiator the comps, malevolence comps. You gotta yeah. take out that bomber. Like uh is that yeah, tie bomber. You have to get that thing gone. If you don't, you are yes. in serious trouble. The other thing, I actually failed this last Grand Arena. I failed versus a resistance fleet. I'll go back. Let me go back and look at it. Um, because the resistance fleet can be terribly annoying for rebels. Like, I would much rather people play Malevolence and Negotiator than freaking uh, Malevolence. It's terribly annoying. Um, yeah oh i lose the fleets all the time because i because i use my rebels against the strongest fleets and then i always end up having to use finalizer against malevolent like anything else and it's usually the empire which is unfortunate because that's not that's not an efficient or fun battle right um so switch your head okay um okay all right actually let's see we're having some sort of audio issue let me see if i can fix this real quick quick um well, i can't change it but i don't know how to make this thing mono i don't know we're doing changes um, on the if, fly if, here if you're using um if you if your audio is coming through your soundboards a lot of times it'll be like um just a different I like th- mic option like yeah. um I don't know. You know, soundboard, two-channel, soundboard, two-channel, stereo. I do think it's something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, thanks for letting me know, Joker, but I do not think I am uh, tech-savvy enough with the Streamlabs to get it fixed. So <laughs> Yeah, I'll just leave it back. <laughs> so we'll Coming just through with it. Um, <laughs> one ear is better than none. <laughs> so, so yeah. um, the Holdo fleet was, let's see, it was... It started out as the Resistance Wing, the Falcon, and the Houndstooth. And I I went in with my Malevolence squad and was unable to beat it. I failed. I just could not keep the little droids on Houndstooth long enough to get enough tax in to take it out. It kept cleansing itself. Lord have mercy, that that freaking resistance fleet can be terribly annoying. I have lost to that fleet in Grand Arena more than probably any other fleet. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, because you really? just get, like, especially when I place both, it's like, well, I got to use Finalizer against it. Here we go. <laughs> just, it just can go terror. It just goes south so quick. That, uh, that's a, sh- you know, the, what do you use Finalizer against? Because I don't ever use it. I So I know it's good against uh, Rebels because of the ultimate ability that you can just put on the Falcon and it's basically game over. But what else do you do? Because I like I need to find a good use for that squad. If I could find a good use for it, I think I'd be in a much better spot because my Rebels can get me a lot of banners. Uh, Malevolence is pretty good, but they both have serious weaknesses. 
It's uh not super useful, man. It's not it's not very useful. Damn. You could beat the Empire with it. Okay. Um the Empire comps. Just be very cautious of the double tank comps, the Sith Trooper and TIE Bomber comps. because uh, I mean you're you can't kill Vader if it's both of them. If finalizes awful against that that comp. But uh Okay. It's it's really good against rebels, like you said. It's really good against very specific uh GK fleets, like um if they start it with, you know, tank Anakin fives. Finalizer has a good shot, especially if it's Houndstooth. If it's Houndstooth, they've got a really good shot because you just continue to ability block uh, Houndstooth with the shuttle every every turn. Every turn, you just block ability block him, ability block him, just prevent him from taunting, and you put the hunt on him okay. to prevent him from getting turn meter, and you can just kind of just just basically pick apart everything else. Uh, but it's it's awful against the Ahsoka Anakin btl or or you know it's it's only good versus two or three of the comps so gotcha. I typically everyone places empire that's typically what i have to use against is empire um okay. it's not great i've just done it so many times now i could win but it's usually for 58 to 60 banners it's not Ooh. efficient at all it's Ooh, just i don't have a good. choice yeah <laughs> i don't have a choice yeah. and placing both the get fleets on you know they usually average 59 or 60 themselves even if they one shot it so Right. It's a wash, I guess. Yeah, I, I always play for efficiency, So, but I do set uh, my negotiator squad on defense because I do have the Relicate Kenobi, so I know that at minimum there's going to be that randomness if they try to mirror it. And Relicate Kenobi is a decent counter to the malevolence, you know, that AOE being that much earlier from Relic 7 to Relic 8 on Kenobi does make a considerable difference. So I set uh, Kenobi with Jedi Knight Anakin, the Bomber, and I don't remember what the other squad. Oh, Rex. And then just fill out the rest with, you know, Ahsoka 5s and Clone Sergeant and Plo Koon. Uh, and that squad does very well for me. It's a banner vampire. And then I also have, um, I also set my empire squad, which is of course, you know, uh, Thrawn, the bomber, uh, Thrawn bomber. I use houndstooth and, uh, the tie fighter and it rarely gets, uh, rarely gets wins, but. Well, something. Um, this is actually something somebody suggested to me on my stream. Um, I typically put JC with uh, Kenobi on defense, like Plo Koon, then kind of try to have Plo Koon come out first, then JC. But like, if I if I keep JC, right. it might be the missing link for my finalizer squad because you bring him in off the bench and get some of that protection back and yet another assist. Because basically, what you do with finalizer is That's hunt cool. an enemy then try to kill that enemy with crew, right? The silencer, and then you have a super silencer. And then you just feed assist to it the whole battle. That's basically the whole premise of the finalizer. So it's very boring. <laughs> it's a very, it's not, you know, it's, it's pretty stupid <laughs> team. It's not very good, but, um, but he can come in and provide some protection, kind of spare you a ship or two. Cause like the, the first order, they actually have good health steal. Um, but with the, with the, yeah. with the, with the finalizer, the, I think it's a unique on the finalizer. Maybe they, they have good health steal. So the you get a little protection, protection back from and, the shuttle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So there's there's a lot of options. I just I don't think I've been playing it properly. I'm gonna try JC and Gauntlet and reserve um, moving okay. forward. See if I can get a little better banners because 58. Well, it's a well, it's a one shot is 
pretty miserable for yeah. right? That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so so I gotta I gotta up that because I've anything, got a really good opponent tomorrow. Anything really under sixty is not great. Um, yeah. So so you Maybe. you play the heavy defense game in Grand Arena for the most part, yeah. Um. All right, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think setting half your GLs on defense would be considered heavy defense. I play like a strong defense, but I play very much for efficiency. I never set a galactic legend. Um the here lately here in 5v5, I've been setting uh my RJT uh yawn break. Uh Beskar Mando. <laughs> uh my CLS Rebels with uh Rolo in place of 3PO. Uh crew. Let's see. General Grievous, uh Newt Django with Night Sisters, and then uh my Sith Empire. And I've had pretty good luck. I th- all these squads that I set are pretty annoying like they're squads that when i see them on defense i'm like you kind of have to go overpower to get good banners versus them um especially on some of these turn order squads like joan grievous and newt or beskar mando um or rebels to some degree uh you know you can end up in a really rough spot if you're not um going pretty op against them yeah, it, it, Bam Bam gives me fits. I'm not very good against them. The, that team you play, I'm not very good at all against that team. That, that one doesn't yeah. give me pro. I've actually lost to it. Um, I think the second round of last, last whatever, second batch of last round, I guess. So I, I right. didn't actually lose to it. Just destroyed a, a Basilea Jedi team. <laughs> so yeah, oh, pretty embarrassing. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, pretty embarrassing. Yeah. It, it wasn't the best team. You know, it was like right. Ezra and all my leftover, like Jolie, Ezra, old Ben. It wasn't a very good team, but that, I don't know. Jolie Bendo with Bastla, like that's that's annoying. Like that's a lot of health to get through. You have the revives. I that's a pretty good squad. Uh, yeah, until Bab just one shots him with his <laughs> whistling birds and it just yeah. went down real yeah. quickly. Yeah, that, <laughs> so could, that was a that wrap for him. Problem. <laughs> Yeah, that one was unfortunate, but uh, <laughs> oh, I just you know I play threes and fives completely differently. Threes I play uh, much more similar to how, what you were explaining there. I, I usually place one GL out of the four, keep the okay. three, and then place a bunch of banner stealing sort of defenses. Try to yeah. lure out the GLs in the front. Um, I like to place gas. I like to use gas and CLS in the same zone. Gas, like it all depends on my opponent. Like if I see them consistently you know using c to solo padme then i'll put padme in the front yeah you'll get me for 63 banners but i just don't want you to have what you need in the back i guess that's pretty much the whole premise i right. guess my defense is okay bait stuff out and try to get a hold of the back which is bit in the ass a couple of times because then i can't get through like i'll place too much and then i can't get through the front yeah. and they do get through the front even if they overuse something They've already cleared an extra zone. I can't. I can't come back. So that that has bitten me a couple times. But I, I think that in general that's a great strategy. I mean, thinking about what your opponent may possibly use against something and putting something up front 
to make them waste a squad that they would really need in the back, I think is a great strategy if you, you know, you know, if you really want to try to catch someone off guard. I've got to what pace. I don't even look at my opponent. I don't scout them. I just set my defense and I try to save enough for offense that I am really versatile on offense. Like I, I know what my troopers can take. I know what my night sisters can take. I know what each of my galactic legends, I kind of know their limits. Um, and you know, just kind of use them to mix and match different squads going in so that I can be as efficient as possible. And Imperial Troopers, I think, is about the only squad that I always use five characters with. Um, yeah. Mo- most of the other times, I am under, like, I undersize usually half my battles, at least, if not more, um, just kind of depending on what's thrown out there. You would get on my nerves if we played. I'm just looking at I'm looking at my uh, my prime bot, just watching my team's gonna have for 61, 62, <laughs> 61. Like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> See, that would, yeah. yeah, that's the worst. When you open up, you open up your grand arena. Everything's been one shot for sixty for an average of sixty one. You're like, ah, yep. I, I lost this one. It's <laughs> yep. nothing I can do. So it's uh, it's not a right or wrong strategy. I, I'll no, argue the defense. No. The right strategy the is know your roster. I mean, yeah, but like have a strategy and stick to it, you know, you know, know, know what you are good at using and what other people screw up against, you know, like, yeah, um, and, and doing things unconventional. So for example, CLS, Han, Chewie, Backpack, Chewie, and 3PO is considered the best rebel squad. And I'm not going to disagree with you. It's it's the best Rebel Squad. It's amazing. However, C-3PO being with the other droids on RJT, that team can be absolutely nasty. And that Rebel Squad doesn't lose a ton when you pull 3P out and add in Rolo. Is it as good? Absolutely not. But is it still something that you're not going to try to undersize? Yeah. I mean, you're still going to... Whatever counter they were going to use before, they're probably still going to use because you can't afford to make too many mistakes against that squad or you're screwed. Um, well, I think I, that that concept, that theory alone is gold. Like, just like, okay, well, I'm looking through my report. They're going to crush my CLS. doesn't matter who I put with it. So, and they're, and they're like you said, they're likely going to use... The same counter whether three PO is there or not, right? Right. So like, make another team better. It, it's what I always was saying about Ray. Like, don't put your like if you see like in threes, you know the big trend is everyone just kind of mirrors Ray, right? With you know right. Ray, Hermit Yoda, and Baslow. So if you see your opponent do that, they're going to do that no matter what you place with your Ray. Don't waste yep. your resistance heroes. Don't sure please stop using Han and Chewie on that team. That's you guys are killing yourself. You're putting Han and Chewie in Ray. Stop that. <laughs> don't do yes. that. Just like if you if you know that they're gonna mirror it, just put like Zalbar and Barris, like you know, just leftovers, like Holdo and X. Like they're gonna use the same counter against it. Yep. Um, and that's that's a good point. Three PO. Uh, I, I actually I like I like Chopper as a three PO substitute. Uh, I've got a relic oh, Chopper. Good. It's a little ridiculous, but but he synergizes with uh, Chupio. Like he's he is a droid, so Chopper will assist. Has a chance to assist and reduce himself or Chupio's cooldowns and can amp him up with offense up, speed up, all that sort of stuff. It's That's completely RG based, I but like that. 
but he, and he's a taunt and he's a taunt, you know, he's got dispel, roof turn meter. Um, so, you know, he's, it's a decent villain for the same sort of situation there. Yeah. For um, sure. Does the team take a downgrade? Yes. Is Chopper's good as 3PO? Not a chance, but it's, if they're going to use, if they're going to mirror it anyway, like you said, put your 3PO with, uh, or with the array, put your 3PO with anybody. I think, um, it's, it's going to be interesting with this tech character, um, just to see now we're gonna have two two forms of translation of the game. I think that's gonna yeah. be interesting to see what people come up with. They Fair. do not. I, I do not think they stack properly with one another. I could be wrong. That's all just from word of mouth. I haven't really tried it myself, but it's, translation's uh, uh, an insane buff. It really is. I mean, having two characters that do that is going to be huge. Uh, you know, he's he's a character that if you're picking one of the Bad Batch that you're going to wail on, I, I think I would make it him just for that reason, because that buff is so freaking powerful. I, I would agree with you. I, I haven't really gotten into Echo too much. I, really, I just kind of unlocked him and didn't really look at what he did. But, um, you know, Wrecker's the sexy one, right? Wrecker's the fun one. But I think tech at the end of the day will be the most useful and versatile out of the bunch. Just kind of plug and play sort of usefulness he's he's very good um all of them are pretty good uh, which is terrifying because they're, they're all clone troopers right just clone yeah. trooper period galactic republic period and bad bat so you could use them on padme you could use them with the existing clones you know maybe cody because let's be real cody's gonna be required for kenobi right uh, i'd be shocked if he's oh not. my god yes so, yes there's a zero so percent chance he's not required yeah we're all going to have a Relic 5 Cody one day, whether we like it or not. So, you, you know, you're going to have some extra clones to use with them. Um, all sorts of target lock mechanics. So it'll be interesting to see how they synergize with the other target lock mechanics in the game, like IPD, IG-11, stuff like that. It'll be cool to see. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about them, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm not going to spend $2,000 to buy them all and gear them all up immediately. That's, that's right. ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah. one day, one day they'll be fun. Um. So I will tell you the biggest surprise. So I went back and looked at my JC history the other day from round one of this 5v5. This was the most shocking defend I have ever seen in my own grand arena. I set my my favorite team, RJT, Veteran Han, C3PO, R2D2, and BB-8. My opponent went in and used CLS, Han, Chewy, Backpack Chewy, and 3PO. And lost. <laughs> in 52 seconds. <laughs> like, I, I... Whenever I... And the only character I lost was BB-8. I was floored when I saw that. Like, I think next Territory War, I'm gonna keep my RJT squad and just see how it does against CLS. It might... Like, if you... The fact that that one on defense makes me think there's a chance it might be, you know, a semi-hard counter to CLS, which could be really beneficial in Territory War. Yeah, maybe maybe try that one out when uh, the match isn't on the line. <laughs> maybe when you got a couple, you know, maybe when yeah. you can afford to lose a battle. I don't see that one going pretty <laughs> too hot. But I, I I don't know. Well, no, no, here, think about it. Because with the turn meter from the three droids... Nobody on the CLS team can possibly go before them. No. If they're reasonably Well, Han can. (laughs) Well, Han... And Han will stun somebody. So, he stuns 3PO. Big deal. You'll have 
uh, BB-8 and R2 given Termir to everybody. Uh, they stun R2. Don't matter. Stun Han. So, like, uh, honestly, Han's probably the best option to stun because then you're not going to get ability blocked on the first turn by that AoE ability block. Outside mm. of that, I mean, that team's just going to start generating so much turn meter that, I don't know, I'm... I'm trying it this next territory war because I am so stinking curious to see how it goes. Because that's that was just baffling to me. Like I, I know it's a really good squad, very underrated. It, in my opinion, it's one of the best light side territory battle squads that there is in the game. And I don't know. I'm curious to see what it does. Yeah, and this you know the resist- resistance have changed a lot. You know, Vet Han and Vet Chewy. I mean, no one would have had these characters R three without the. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, they're annoying. They're they could be a real tax. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. I, I still so haven't used it. Chewy a lot, but I love. Yeah, he kind of sucks. Does He's he? not very good. <laughs> he hits kind of hard if you want to invest a huge mod set on him. He's okay. Gotcha. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put that mod set somewhere else. Oh, thank you very much, Chippy. Aww. Very nice. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. love, uh, let's see. Love the subs. Um, all right. What? Um, is there anything else that you're doing kind of in GAC that you don't see anyone else really do? Or anything else that's maybe a good strategy or tip? Mm-hmm. Like if if you guys take the time, I mean, if you, if you guys have the luxury of having time to look at the reports, I, I would encourage you to, I guess, focus more on what they do offensively than maybe what they do defensively. Because if you can if you can see trends in what they do offensively, you can use that against them. Like if like if you if like let's say that you see every time they fight CLS, they just mirror it. Okay, well then put your CLS in the front, they mirror it. And then put like a whole bunch of teams in the back that they need CLS for, you know, things yeah. like, um, I, I'm just, there's tons of teams that, that you use CLS against. So just right. I- anything like, like your Ray team, like any sort of Ray team, yep. any sort of, um, you know, any team that's anything with Watt, you could lure out CLS to the front and, and put any also sort means of Watt the opposite. Cup. Don't put teams back there that maybe they would never use that squad against. Like say, for example, yeah. a crew lead, like, Nobody, you most people probably know not to use CLS against crew lead because if it's modded properly, you can end up in a pretty tough spot. Um, you know, there are, you know, the negative of that is a, another thing to think about. Well, yeah, okay. Well, crew's a great example because you know, the, he, he's kind of vulnerable to Treya, right? So, so you can put you can like if you look at your opponent's, you know, your the replay and that you see they consistently use Treya against crew and on the bugs you know maybe maybe put crew in the back because that's a tougher team and then maybe put that's a good one. bugs up front try to lure out try to lure out right what they Mon use Mothma um, is another one to lure yeah, out yes Treya. yeah there you go yeah you can put crew and my moth in the back and they'd be a real pickle if they use it on geos right oh, so yeah that's that sort of thing you, you yeah. don't you don't have to place the very best teams in your roster if, if you can strategically use what your opponent does against them if that makes any sense yeah right that's say like that you don't have to place four GLs. You don't have to place any GLs. Like, wait, like you don't have to, as long as you can just, 
you know, try to use what they do against them. Right. Uh, that's something, God, I, I lost my, my championship round the first round. He placed four GLs on me <clears throat> and just, I could have beat him <clears throat> had I, had I been more conscious after I looked over it afterwards, I saw, I didn't really have much chance to look at his, his report. I could have done some things differently, tried to bait out some teams where I could have done a little better. He only beat me by 14 banners. So I could have, I could have yeah, turned the tide close. a little bit, but next time, next time indeed. Um, so I failed against an Imperial Trooper squad a couple weeks ago. He's screwed up against several of my squads, so I was like, I can play a little risky. I kind of want to see what happens here. So I have been using Imperial Troopers to beat Padme, which is pretty easy if you play it correctly. If you play it wrong, you're done. But you play it correctly, it can work really well. Um... But he had set his Imperial Trooper squads that had Gideon and Piet, of course, um, with Range Trooper Veers and Stark. And so I'm like, I'm going to try my Padme squad. I go in knowing for a fact that there is no possible way he can beat me. Because that team on auto cannot beat Padme, basically. I mean, if it's massive gear differences sure but you know given the same gear level it just doesn't operate well enough to 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 be a padme squad however it can take so many turns that you don't get to go and that is basically what happened it was terrible um i got like five turns and i couldn't stack up enough uh protection up even though they attack out of turn so often there was just no opportunity to get enough courage to actually take someone out. I eventually, towards the end, ended up taking out his weak-ass range trooper. But, man, that that's a really good squad. Imperial troopers, like, they are actually kind of viable on defense now. And I think it's primarily due to Gideon and the turn meter reduction addition he adds back. Well, again, yeah, like if, if you if you look at your report and you see that your opponent doesn't really place anything you could trooper, hell yeah, put him on defense. Yeah. <laughs> Throw yeah. Him on. Like if there's no sense in especially if you guys have C, like you've got decked out troopers, no sense just letting those characters go completely to waste, right? Right. But I might as well give them a challenge. Cause if I fight troopers, I don't really know what to use against them. Like I just I don't yeah. that's not like a I don't have a trooper counter. No, <laughs> you know, like that's does. not a thing that I've ever had. Uh-uh. It, you know, that so it's put you in a pickle i mean that's I put, especially since i put my cls on defense i wouldn't know what that what to use and i don't really have yeah i'm, I'm not gonna have too much left over for the back zone that's faster than moff gideon right so it's right put me in a real spot um i actually zaded his leadership um and zaded stormtrooper i actually got those characters rocking and rolling that that team's gonna be pretty good too i'm looking forward to trying to split them up split up my troopers we go to these 11 and 15 team formats. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what I can do with two. Unfortunately, you need Piet for both. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, Right. I, I mean, Piet's just, he's a really great character for Empire or Troopers. Yeah, Imperial Troopers, man, I am not sure what to do there because I, you know, have enough to make multiple squads. It's just, um, I think, you know, there are alternate leads to to uh, Veers. Fortunately, there are some other options. But yeah, like you said, Piet is just so... He's kind of the glue piece that really makes any version of that squad 
insanely dangerous. Um, you know, Veers, Stark, uh, Snowtrooper, and Death Trooper uh, with Range Trooper. I used to use that squad a lot for, you know, killing Night Sister, Bounty Hunters, whatever. And I could still use that, you know, with Gideon, Piet, Dark Trooper once he gets there. Like, that would be a pretty solid core. Um, maybe Magnum Trooper could be interesting in there. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> at that point, you're really... Uh, you, I feel like you're really kind of scratching the bottom of the barrel... Um, to really make two Imperial Trooper teams, I don't know. Well, well the problem with the, the problem of having is um, it, like the the team you you mentioned, the exact team, the the old the OG Night Sister Bounty Hunter Killer. Like the problem I'm finding now, now I have four GLs, I have four GL supporting casts, and I have this counter and that counter. I don't have the speed for Stark anymore. Like that that you know that that team is what it could beat is completely predicated on how fast Stark is, right? And I, I can't give mm-hmm. Stark. 300 plus Why? speed anymore. I just don't have the depth. Why? You know, like yes, you do. I do, but I'd okay, rather just so okay. So here here's here's my argument. Do you have a lot of speed on Sith Eternal Emperor? No. Okay. That yeah. <laughs> never mind that point. <laughs> do you have, do you have who do, you, who do you you're supposed to say yes. Um who do you have a lot of speed on because one thing I figured out with Galactic <laughs> stupid, Legends those stupid characters, Quill, Cara Dune, it's just like okay. dumb characters. No, 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 my no, armor. No, 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 no. Like I actually agree with you, and that that's the point I was yeah. gonna make. I mean, so many people put so much speed on their Galactic Legends. They're already fast enough. Yeah. Like it only matters against counters to like galact using them against other galactic legends to some degree. Take some of that speed and put on some of those keystone characters like Stark, like Quill, uh oh, yeah. Dune, depending on the comp. Like you can make these second tier squads really amazing by putting insanely good mods on them. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like what I do with the troopers, is I still have my Stark insanely fast and yeah, like I can go up against so much stuff with my Imperial Troopers, and I don't worry about it. Like they're gonna win. I'm gonna get sixty banners. It's gonna be awesome, and I'm gonna be a happy camper at the end of it. And you know, sacrificing some of that speed on some of those other characters is kind of worth it. And back to my band, I squad, might have that's... to do it. Yeah, because well, I'm gonna like... need a Night Sister counter. I can't be using Treya and clones and all that stuff on night sisters when i start start places to let you know tons of teams so i might have to i might have to do that um and that was that's one thing i like about the bam squad that i have set up is it allows you to drop so much speed off of like cara dune and nest and uh bam still needs quite a bit if you're going with a really fast quill but the other characters have enough base speed that you can make quill insanely fast and then you just have mediocre speed on everybody and you have a team that works really well by having kind of slow mods on most of the team but lots of great mods on like one or two characters and it really allows you to create a lot more mod depth whenever you look at your squads in general um, by kind of you know just kind of moving those mods around like that. Yeah, just yeah. I guess if if the Mando team, if 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 I don't need it, I could just put armor. Armor is way too fast. <laughs> I have way too many too much speed on her right now, just Armor's for for what I need awesome. her for. It's, 
I, I don't yeah, use but I, I haven't encountered yeah, but... <laughs> I've yet to encounter anything that I've fought where I was like, whew, I'm glad my armor is <laughs> one speed faster. But it's like, yeah. oh, my armor has got you by, you know, 30 speed. <laughs> this is a huge waste of resources. Like, I could have right. just ran a 310 armor and done the same thing as this 334 speed. Like, you know, it's, so that's, it's that's a good point. Trial error. But I don't know where to put the best sets. Like, it, Moff Gideon, I used to keep him pretty low, but now I'm, I'm seeing C teams with like 350 speed DRs. So I can't use my troopers against them anymore. You know, you can't use yeah. troopers against a faster DR. DR plus 40 is a lot. <laughs> so, you know, you got to have yeah. Gideon lightning fast just in case. I try to set my roster up to beat the best players. Right. And sometimes it hurts against, you know, the more casual or somebody that on paper I should I should beat because I they just don't place the things that I'm prepared to beat. And I'm right. not prepared for... Simple things like boss lead bounty hunters, or like you mentioned troopers. Like troopers would totally mess me up if I if, so, if I opened up back zone to Veer's team. Yeah, I wouldn't know what I, what I would do. Like just very vulnerable to, to certain things, I guess. Yep, that's a good point. Um, how much more time do you have, Gom? Um, we are probably ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. Um. So I'm glad you said so. I didn't know what time it was. So I'm glad you said uh, so. go ahead and plug y'all stuff. If you guys don't know who who Gom and T Money are, I I mean you must go check them out. But plug away. Yeah, we four of us have been around the block for quite some time, man. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. The two of us, good night, good night, Puck and T Money. It just uh, we're over on. YouTube, right? Operation Metaverse. We're going to be streaming tonight. Uh, Wink and Good Night. We finally got Good Night Punk on. Wink's been on a few times. But we got. I think we got Good Night Punk on once over there. On uh, Thursday nights, we typically stream at 10.30. We just did a huge trivia segment uh, kind of like with the developers. We did a Q&A yeah. sort of interesting take on the Q&A. Instead of just answering questions or having an interview, we turned them into trivia questions. Uh, we gave away tons of money. <laughs> it's like $40 for three weeks in a row, we gave away 120 last night, 200, and a Ralph McQuarrie like concept art book set. So just awesome. throwing money at this trivia, <laughs> yeah, Heck yeah, Lots, yeah. Lot. Uh, um, did you lose me? Yeah, I think I lost you for a split second. I wasn't okay, sure if it was me or you. There. No, it was me. It said my oh, okay. internet was unstable. I'm not exactly sure. So I'll freeze there with that goofy look on my face. <laughs> yeah, but we do Operation Metaverse over on YouTube, guys. And I also stream on Twitch uh, Monday, Wednesdays at night, around the same time these guys usually stream here. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, I, I do my gags and other sort of fun activities. Um, got some interesting clips <laughs> on the on the channel. So if you want to see what we're about, you can check me out there. Cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely go check all that out because um, you guys' streams are absolutely awesome and informative. So uh, absolutely go go check them out. Um, and we need to get T Money on with us next time. Uh, she she was going to join, but had some personal stuff come up and couldn't make it. But we will we'll have to do another show soon. Oh yeah, you guys have to come over to our land too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We we know you guys a long time. <laughs> it's, it's been 
been a lot of fun. A good yeah. old game changer. The yep. good old game changer back. days. Yep, back in the day. God, that's been a long time, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, I miss those accounts, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, test, no test, joke. test. No joke. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah. Oh well, we're in a we're in a different era of swaga now, but such is the world. Um. All right, so uh, let's just kind of go into a final, final little discussion. Who else do you think is going to be required for Kenobi? And for Kenobi, who do you think the other side of Kenobi is going to be? The Dark Side Galactic Legend. And do you think... I mean, they're getting into requiring Relic 8s. Do you think he's going to be like a step above the other Galactic Legends? Oh, unsure about the step up, right? Um Somebody in the chat earlier, I don't remember who it was, I'm sorry, didn't say, ask that, you know, do, do we think he'll be better because he does require rates? You kind of you kind of hope so, but at the same time, you know, the GLs were announced as always going to be released and, you know, kind of close to one another. Right. So now we're going to have a creep. Uh, I hope not. I, I hope they're the same, but I, I don't know. I think we're going to need, let's see, Cody, Cody for sure. Agreed. I think we'll need some variety of Ethkoth, Kit, Fisto, Ibogundi. Uh, we got Ayla. Basically, I think any Jedi that possibly died during Order 66 mm-hmm. could be required. Um, Agreed. I'm trying to think. There were some good ones uh, that we were firing off the other night on our stream. I can't remember what we said. But basically, all the all the Jedi you don't have geared. And then Cody... I would. I, I honestly would not be upset if it was Cody and Clone Sergeant, because then I would have all the requirements for that TV mission nice. that I've never gotten to do. Yep. So if they if they require that, that's kind of suck. why I think those. I think both of them will be required for that reason. I think so too. Yep. At least two. At least at least like we got Kenobi now, and then maybe Cody, and that might kind of nonchalantly encourage you to take Clone Sergeant up because you're so close. Maybe yep. I don't know, but Cody for sure. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe Grandmaster Yoda. Oh, that's an option. I just that would be interesting. Yeah, I don't think that uh, somebody was speculating the new Ahsoka is going to be required. I think that's t- way too far. I think Kenobi would be out before anybody has Ahsoka. I don't think they're going to announce a GL then wait three and a half months <laughs> for us to get Ahsoka, yeah. right? Because I, I agree. so it's that's why I think Ahsoka is more likely to be required for the next Galactic Legend than Kenobi. Yeah. And I like Maul. I like I like Maul as the next one, just because we have some leftover Sith that haven't been used for anything. The Night Sisters could be included. That's good. Um, that's good. You know, that's got like some other it. stuff that they could come out with that could kind of be relevant to that. Um, I know, think maybe Qui-Gon, some of these Mandalorians could be required. Yeah, Qui Gon for sure. Yeah, good call there. Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a lock. Uh, I hope it's not an R seven R eight lock. That's what I'm concerned. Uh, I have an R3, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn. He's the most disappointing character in my roster. <laughs> Interesting. So. I don't have him relict, but I've always wanted to because I used to use that lead in Arena, and that was so much fun. I miss those days, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I mostly agree yeah. on uh, a lot of those. Um, what about... Just pick a Jedi out of a hat. I don't think it really matters. I, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I think it'll be just some mishmash I don't have any of... Them. of 
the leftover ones that no one has geared for any reason. Um, you know, you could use you could use like Ezra from all two. Like, there's so many characters that we haven't really used for much in a long time. Right. And not necessarily bad characters. Ezra's a good character. He's decent. Yeah. But just kind of falling by the wayside. Gonna have an R7 Ezra maybe for Maul or something. That's realistic. Savage. Nobody has Savage. Especially if you started like the last two years. Nobody has Savage. Um, so Darth Maul meta was a long time ago. <laughs> so do you think Maul will be the other side of Kenobi? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maul. I think a lot of people are saying Fallen Anakin, which is interesting too. Uh, that would definitely make sense with the current Kenobi we're getting, but um, yeah. one of those I two, I guess. Very convinced it's going to be uh, Order sixty six Vader. I just, I, I yeah, don't... especially since they changed all the Anakin pictures too. You know, that's like, that's a point I hadn't even thought about. Yeah. God, those those portraits look terrible. <laughs> Looks so bad. <laughs> Their faces are so big. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I kind of like the portraits to like some degree, but they're just a little big. Like they're they zoomed in too far. Zoom yeah. out some, and I think we'd be okay. Like zoom out, you know, like twenty percent. Just you know, yeah, they they don't look terrible on the character themselves. You know, old Ben looks like Long John Silver, and Ray looks Scav. Ray looks atrocious, but the rest of them look pretty good. I mean, they look okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Scav Ray, what did you guys do to her? Poor, poor, poor woman. I, I'm not sure. I have paid much attention to her. I am going to go look. Uh, she looks like uh, <laughs> what's it? Oh, I can't think of his name, but uh, Scav. Lord of the Rings. We talked about this in the stream last night. God, what did Durgan say? Are you saying her model looks bad or just the picture? Her her little picture. Okay. Looks I like saying, uh I think the model looks really good. Yeah. But yeah, the they, picture? They... <laughs> yeah. Whew, that's not something I'd want in my high school yearbook. No, thank you. That is my precious. My precious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or um oh, what is that girl? Uh the clingy ex girlfriend girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she reminds me of. I just, oh, yeah. That's pretty bad. Not a fan. But. Cool. Well, we will see who ends up being right, whether it's uh, whether it's Vader. And here's the other thing. We don't have a Galactic Legend Vader. As good as Vader is, there's no Galactic Legend Vader. We need we need it. We yeah, you know, that would be kind of, that would be kind of sad if we got a GL Mall before we got a Vader. Yeah. And and it's it's uh Revenge of the Sith Kenobi. Like uh, the, All the right, I think I'm starting to lean towards your side now. Yeah, I think I, I, you might you might have just changed my mind, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you might have changed my mind. And, and I'll be honest, part of it is I just that that is the one character I've talked about for so long. I want the kid killing Anakin, you know? I just I think we need it in Swaga. So we need the kid killing Anakin. Huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if it happens. Oh Lord. Well, Gom, thank you for stopping by and hanging out with me tonight since uh 
since GMP was gone, I really appreciate it. This is some fun, and I hope that yeah, everybody man, thank you. got some uh, useful information out of this. Yeah, thank you. I, I love coming on with you guys. It's been a while. Yes, it yeah. has. We need to do this. Yeah, you guys are you guys are two of our favorites, man. We <laughs> it's been a while since anybody and I got to come in here and troll your yep. chat for a while. We'll have to organize that for the next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we always love it when you guys come hang out in the chat. Lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Well, make sure you guys go check out Operation Metaverse on the YouTubes and of course check out the Discord channel. I will put a link to both of those down in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast app. Um, otherwise, um, we'll be back next week with our regular thing. Uh, actually, no, I'm not sure what's going on next week. We've got something else coming up. Um, so we'll see, but we've, we've got stuff coming. We'll be back. We'll be back. So yeah. Thanks again, Gom. And, uh, thank you. Catch all of you guys next week.